Hello and welcome to Do You Make Music, uh, brought to you by the Daily Collegian, uh, summer edition. Uh, this time, I, I guess we're, we're, we're just, it's like the old version, but in summer and over Zoom. <laughs> Pretty crazy, right? Uh, so I am your host and resident music nerd, uh, Aiden Mateo Harold, and today I'm here with... Twin Juno. Say hi, Mr. Twin Juno. Hello, hello. <laughs> So uh, tell me, tell me a little bit uh, about yourself. So who who are you? Um, I'm a musician. I'm a local here in State College. Uh, I've been doing this for like eight years now, and uh, yeah, I I make little indie bops in my bedroom, and you know, hopefully, hopefully, be able to do it in the real studio someday. That's yeah, the, uh, that's the plan. <laughs> Nice, nice. So eight, eight years is a, is a pretty long time. So I, what, what was the start of that like for you? Um, my older brother was really into guitar. And, you know, as a younger brother, you kind of just copy everything that your older siblings do, or at least at that age. So, you know, I would I picked up the guitar and I um, I had always wanted to sing just because that had been what my mom had also done. Um, and he had done too, my older brother. So it was that, and I just kind of picked up the guitar and started writing as much as I could. Did it take very long for you to start writing? Like, like how long was it between like just practicing getting the basics down and then feeling confident enough to just say like, yeah, let's get, let's get to it. I, I, um, I think because I was so young, I was like, I, I learned my first two chords and was like, sure, I, I don't know really how to use these, but I'm just going to put them together and write a song. And and it was pretty immediate. So, yeah. Nice, nice. Did you listen to a lot of music before that? Stuff yeah. that really inspired you? Yeah, um, I grew up listening to a ton of my older brother's CDs. Most of my music stuff came from him. Um, he had a lot of old blues CDs and stuff that, really got me into playing guitar seriously. And then, you know, Tame Impala, like all these new guys who came out and made like more uh, poppy indie stuff. That really caught my ear when I was in like freshman year of high school. Oh yeah, like uh, like Currents? Yeah, yeah, Currents. And uh, I actually, his first album, um, Inner Speaker, that was like the huge one for me, even though it had come out like years prior my brother had showed me it and i was i became obsessed nice nice no tempo lots of lots of really good records oh, yeah. from him um and any other any like blues artists in particular that uh you uh take from now or that you still think of fondly i wouldn't say uh blues artist but definitely you know an older guitarist is uh every guitarist probably says this but hendrix for sure mm. um, you kind of see the Hendrix poster behind me. There you go. Oh yeah, um, that's right. <laughs> and uh, yeah, I grew up. I he had my brother. Again, everything comes from my brother. He had a ton <laughs> of records in a little bin, and we'd share them. And one of my favorite ones to put on was the uh, Hendrix Experience, and I would just put that on as a young kid and listen to it, like front to back every day. That's the yellow one, right? With uh, the purple yeah. middle. Yes. Yeah. Is uh, do you have any um, did any one artist uh, inspire you to uh, start singing, or was that kind of your own sort of? You'd always kind of figure you'd be doing that. Um, my mom 
not that she's like a musician or anything. She she would sing a lot when I was growing up, and it sort of, I I guess just I would sing with her while she would sit down at the piano. Um, and a lot of the the style of singing is from this band that uh, Tame, and it was like, okay, this is kind of the path I want to start drawing influence from for sure. Nice. Did you, uh, when you started making music, did you uh, release it under um, your name or did you just start off as Twin Juno from the beginning? Yeah, I started off as Gabriel Hernandez. Um, and then about, I think it was soft, my sophomore year of high school, I ended up having to, uh, or not having to, but I just felt like I should give it an artist's name and sort of separate it from myself. Also, because Hernandez is like the most famous last name in, in the world. There, there's a lot mm. of us. So, <laughs> <laughs> no, that's that, that. No, that's that's reasonable. That's that's fair. The um, but well, then how did you uh, settle on Twin Juno? What kind of inspired that? So I have. You can't see it. I can maybe lift it up a little. There we go. This is my trusty synth, and it's the Deep Mind Six, which is a replica of the um juno 106 um so my whole thing was twin juno and it and it wasn't uh wasn't originally my idea an ex-girlfriend of mine had come up with it and i liked the name <laughs> and i stuck with it for this long i gotta i gotta i gotta ask does that uh how, how does that feel does it ever just like when you keep hearing the names does it ever remind you of her at all <laughs> yeah sometimes but it's mostly i mostly find it funny just that okay that i was able to stick with it and nowadays it's more related to my synth i feel like so you mentioned um so the whole name arrives from the uh your work with the synth uh when did it help when did you start working with the uh, synthesizer um in i think my junior year of high school i had most of the piano stuff I had done was on this really old Casio computer that I had gotten from the high school. The, the uh, choir teacher was throwing it out and I was like, hey, I'll take it home. And you needed to bend the cord in a certain way and tape it to actually get it to turn on. Um... Yeah, it was great. And so I did a lot of stuff on that. And then I that's where I like learned most of it. And then I graduated from high school and my, uh, it was my graduation gift to get a full size synth mm. that I could actually, cause I was, I was learning a bunch of synthesis, um, just through like, uh, my DAW, like in my digital audio workstation and, uh, you know, just learning how oscillators work and how filter works and, and all of those things before I actually had spent, you know, 500 some dollars, <laughs> this huge piece of equipment. So that was, that was pretty cool. No, yeah, no, I, I, I imagine I, I learned so many things like over the internet. I, it's, I'm very upset with myself that I have not yet learned music through the web, but I, I have to ask, was a lot like when it comes to working with synthesizers, there's a lot of it um, just looking online to see how people like got certain sounds, like looking at tutorials to replicate certain sounds from songs and, that kind of shows you where you can take the synths. Yeah, it's um, it's such a neat process because you're taking uh, an audio wave and subtracting things from it to get a sound. And so, for me, 
I, I mostly learned based on trying to emulate other people's sense without looking up videos, just mm. because for me, I wanted to, to really get hands on and, and mess up a bunch and not get anywhere close. And then slowly over time, I got, got a handle of it. And then, yeah, of course, now it's look up a video and, and, you know, Nangs by Tame Impala. And I'm like, oh, sweet. <laughs> now I can, I can set this, set this LFO up and I'm good. Well, I, I don't know about you, but uh, in my case, whenever sometimes I do like, I'll see like videos of my recommended of like how certain artists made their songs. Yeah. Like I'll see like like how how ta- uh, how Daft Punk uh, chopped up certain songs to make something off Discovery or another. Is that is that kind of satisfying for you to like watch uh, watch people recreate synth sounds and be like, oh, that's how they did it? Yeah, that and you know guitar tones too. Um, yeah, that's always always fun to watch because you just get a real inside look at like a record that you've believed was just ma- pure magic and you're like okay the real human beings did sit down and, and make the <laughs> you can you can see i wouldn't say the flaws but you know the 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 things that they changed and the things that they learned from as they were making it and you were like you, you get to relate that back to your own music and be like this is this is awesome. This is such a learning experience. Yeah, I know. It's it's such a it's such a cool process because it I guess it doesn't really like I guess you could say it humanizes it. It's like it reminds you that 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 yeah, it, it, it reminds you that somebody had to make it. Somebody had to it, it didn't it didn't originate out of nowhere. It didn't just appear perfect out of thin air. Somebody had to come up with that riff and they had to find the right synth line for it or the right tones for it, and then they had to turn that into its own thing then incorporate that with every other instrument it's like oh huh yeah i guess it's i guess so yeah <laughs> makes sense uh but okay okay so um then going into uh, your current music output uh why don't you tell us a little bit about your uh your first single when did you uh, come out with that so that was april of 2021 i believe i think <laughs> um and it's a little kind of synth pop, kind of chill song. I was trying to make something. I, I was going through a big period of, you know, who do I want to be as an artist and what do I want to do? And I I kind of hit a point where I was just like, you know, what? I'm just going to make something and put it out and just feel good about having something out. And that was Sleepy Cat. And I think it came out to be a pretty fun song. It's not super serious or anything. It has a meowing cat solo that I play on the synth. Um, so, you know, that's a fun, fun little tune. What was that? Well, what was the process like for you, I guess, making your, your own song? Did you kind of, was it something you had already made and then figured I might as well put that out see what the reception is, or did you have it in mind? Did, were you like, okay, this is the first thing I'm going to release. Let's, Let's really go for it on this one. Um, it was sort of a song that I had in the back backlogs and I was looking through all these logic files and I was like, you know, this one was good. It had completely uh, way different tempo and it was way more um, upbeat, the original mm-hmm. version of it. And I just, you know, it's like, I'll relearn how to play that guitar part and just try to rewrite it to something new. And I think now that I've got the new um new song it's so much so much different of a vibe it it completely changed how that how that whole song felt so 
Yeah, yeah. No, that's that's the fun part. Even slowing something down can just totally change the song. It's it's crazy. Um, are you? Are you? Sorry. Um, you mentioned that uh, you had a song in the works when we uh, before we started talking. Was that uh, anything you planned to release or just some practice? Yeah, I was working on the mixes for actually a couple songs that I have kind of teased on my Instagram uh, as of late. Um, so I can, I, I, yeah, I've already said the name of one of them is Starlust. So that's Ooh. coming out soon. Um, nice. Are you dropping an EP? I think I'm going to drop, I, I have three, no, four recorded songs that are done. Um, and I'm going to drop them as singles just so that way I can sp- fill some space. You know, I'm a new artist and I don't want to, don't want to drop something overwhelming, I guess. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, toe in the water type of stuff, right? Yeah, exactly. And let people get a feel for it. If they like it, then they don't have to c- commit to an entire album if they hate it. <laughs> fair, fair. Um, are, um, are you planning on releasing this? Uh, well, which which platforms are you planning on releasing it on? So hopefully, so far it's been everywhere. Uh, I go through a distribution service right now, so I don't have to worry about doing it individually. It just <laughs> goes on. It goes on to everything. So it's on Spotify, Apple Music, iTunes. Uh, I mean, those are the real ones that people use. Amazon Prime, you know, you can find <laughs> it anywhere. Uh, hopefully... <laughs> The, the goal with this new project that I've been working on is to maybe send it out to some labels and see if maybe the demos have any potential that way and then see if I want to, you know, usually they, they want to re-record it and not a bedroom. So I'd hope to do that. <laughs> that would be that would be the number one optimal situation, I think. You were, to describe uh, your genre for people who haven't heard uh, any of your stuff, would you... Uh... Would you say bedroom pop is accurate or how would you describe it? Yeah, bedroom pop's definitely ad- accurate. Um, super like jazzy, um, but mostly in the drums. <laughs> and uh, I don't know, just it, it's so hard to describe what I make. Um, bedroom pop's probably the closest you're going to get other than maybe... Uh, I don't know, some synthwave vibes in there. You know mm. what I mean? And that's, uh, is that a similar sound you're going for on this uh, new EP? Or for, is, is that these sounds, sorry? <laughs> uh, for this one, it's going to be, it's way more guitar and uh, kind of back to my roots as an artist because I love my synth and I love what it can do. But I think a lot of the times it's, it's a very overpowering instrument. instrument and I grew up, playing guitar as it's my main one so i like showing it off a little bit um yeah i'm really excited these these new ones are are way more upbeat they're way more fun they're they're stuff that i would love to play live and yeah i was i was actually about to ask that do you think you'll uh, play any live shows to promote it um soon yeah we've been i i have a couple friends who i are on the songs and We've just been working out, trying to get a live set together. It's kind of hard in my bedroom because I'm in an apartment. Like we can't be too loud, you know what I mean? Mm. So, you know, finding a drummer, doing all that is has been has been the real challenge. But 
soon. Um, we did record one little video at the park, kind of as like an acoustic live set. Um, and I'm, I, I'm hoping to do some sort of more intimate like cafe shows too around State College. Um, you know, just like Webster's. Yeah, Webster's. I work at a Lamont Cafe too. So, ah. Yeah, I've got the got the way in there. <laughs> are your friends like? Um, did they help you to uh, write the songs that are going to be on the EP, or did, or did you do it all yourself and they're like playing your parts? So, um, any the the other song is called "Any Minute You Know How." Um, any minute you'll know how. My friend Ava helped me write Ava Swanson. Um, and then everything else I've, I've sort of written and given to friends and then, you know, seeing if we can adjust it, make it better, that type of thing. Do you, uh, I, I guess you just, uh, do you give them sheet music or you just kind of like play it for them and no, say like, I, Hey, what, what can you do with this? I can't read sheet music. So I'm, uh, <laughs> I'm fully by ear. I've been, I've been learning or doing all my guitar and stuff by ear. I did learn, you know, tab and stuff for guitar. Yeah, um, yeah. But mostly, I just show them. I'll play it in front of them, and and then they'll learn it. Nice. nice. And then, the uh, oh yeah. <laughs> um, and usually, uh, so uh, what's what's the songwriting process uh, like for you then? Considering you've got full control, do you uh, do you think do you start from any one place in particular, like with any one instrument, or do like just do little pieces just sort of come together out of nowhere and then you figure, oh, these would go really great together? Um, a lot of the time, most of the time, it is me, I'll sit down with my guitar and I'll put on YouTube or TV or something and just sort of mindlessly play as long as I can until something sounds cool and then I'll save it. And it's usually a chord progression. And then I save the chord progression in my notes and, and come back to it and try to write some lyrics usually that's where I start is melody and, and chord progression um, mm. before I work on any other section. And then when it comes to actually sitting down to, to produce the song, I always start with drums just because, you know, you got to lay down the foundation before you start. I mean, some people can just, you know, throw their metronome on and, and be all right. But I don't know. I play to drum grooves. Maybe that's just because I grew up playing in, in bands. No, I gotcha. I gotcha. Well, I'm curious then. What's your? How do you feel about the uh, the bass? Because that's kind of the intersection between the uh, rhythm of drums, but also that uh, melody of uh, guitar. I I love bass. It was one of my brother as my older brother as a guitarist. I was kind of the younger brother, so he was like, "All right, uh, you're learning bass." So uh, <laughs> I did learn guitar first, but I learned bass around the same time as I was learning guitar. I'd switch back and forth. And I, I love it. It's a um, such a rhythmic instrument, like you said. It's and it's you know tonally so smooth. And I love I love just listening to like straight bass lines with nothing else. They're mm. always nice. <laughs> Alrighty then. And then um, so we're kind of coming in towards uh, some of my uh, the later end of my questions. But uh, so uh, what uh, advice do you have for people who are looking to sort of get into making music? by themselves I, I know your journey's kind of been a very long one you've had eight years but uh you know if anyone was thinking man I, I could really what if I want to make music on my own what would you say to them um 
Well, I'll, I'll try to not give the things that every other artist will give, you know, just believe in yourself and all that stuff. That is super good advice. Don't, <laughs> you know, don't say, don't think that I'm pushing that aside, but all you really need as a musician nowadays is your instrument, the cable and an audio interface and a digital audio workstation. And if you, you know, if you want to do this, I would say, if you really want to do it, if you really want to like go somewhere with it, you got to do it all the time and you got to sort of obsess over it in, in that sort of way. Um, and start now is what I'd say. Start now, give it like, don't, it's not too late, even if it feels like it's a huge daunting thing. I know people who have jumped to levels of guitar beyond mine and they've only been playing for two years and there are people who you know never never get past that and they've been playing for 80. They're the it's up to the person and how much they care I think and so if you really care and you love it do it and start it and go full ham on it that's that's my advice that's what I did anyway. <laughs> <laughs> All right so then uh so, uh, so what's next for you then is it just um these uh this ep that you've got coming on the horizon or uh, anything else thing to join any bands or any particular places you're going to perform um i'm hoping to get these out and hoping to put them in front of you know some some people with some influences you know what i'm saying and uh other than that it's just back to the drawing board right after i get them out i'm already working on new stuff i i got new riffs and new ideas constantly um so after this project is the next project uh hopefully if this project you know gets gets the attention i'd like it to then going on and doing shows would be the mo the dream that's what i really love about making music is performing it so I think how many times have you have you performed many times in front of an audience I performed my whole life, yeah. Um, not obviously as Twin Juno, but I've performed in, uh, I was in a band called Queen Blue that did a lot here in State College. Um, I was in bands throughout middle school and I was always singing in front of people, always trying to get non-talent shows and all that stuff. Cause I've known this is what I wanted to do since I was really young. Mm. Nice, nice. Um, so then, uh, oh, yeah, okay. Um, second to last question here. Uh, is there anything at all you'd like to add in general? Anything you'd like to say to the good collegian listeners listening at home on their summer vacations? Anything in general, you know? <laughs> um, listen to my stuff. <laughs> no. Uh, <laughs> uh, love your neighbor. <laughs> don't, don't be mean. I don't, uh, <laughs> that's pretty pretty sage advice i'd say yeah um <laughs> you know that's all i got <laughs> <laughs> i got you oh, that's cool that's cool no pressure no pressure all right this don't worry okay and then my my final question before we uh break off then um is uh where uh, where can listeners uh, find your music? Where can they find your first single and um, your EP when it comes out? So you can find the music that's already out under Twin Juno on Spotify, iTunes, Prime, app, you know, all of them. 
go look for it. I'm sure it's on there. There, there were services I hadn't even heard of that it got on. Um, and I don't. Yeah, <laughs> if you want to uh, catch what's coming out soon, it's Twin Juno Music on Instagram, and it's uh, Twin Juno on TikTok. And I'll probably make a Twitter here at some point, although Twitter is a is a whole mess right now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, best of luck to you. <laughs> well then um sounds good sounds good if that's all then um this is uh this is uh the aiden material talk with twin juno um if you or uh or anyone that you know in the state college area happens to uh, know any local artists or musicians just direct them to my instagram page at aiden's portfolio that's a-y-d-e-n-s portfolio uh where you can find the application uh Reply for the show. Hey, we might have you on. Why don't you talk about music? Do you make music? Let's find out. <laughs> and <laughs> with that said, um, Juno, thank you again very much for speaking with me. And uh, uh, to all you back home, have a great summer. Thanks right. again. Ciao.